Thank you for joining IAB There. And now your host, David Cohen. Over to you, David. Hello, uh, and thank you everyone for joining. Today is Thursday, August 6th, and I am David Cohen. I'm the president of the IAB. Uh, I'm really happy that you get to uh, join us today. IAB There, in case you have not tuned in before, is our daily live stream in which we talk about all of the uh, issues, challenges, problems, successes in the uh, digital advertising ecosystem. Today, we are super fortunate. I am really pleased uh, that we have a special guest who is uh, Susie Deering, who is the Global Chief Marketing Officer at eBay. And we're gonna be talking about leading in unprecedented times. So I will love uh, Susie to join us into the stream. Hello, Susie. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Great to hey, have you Steve. here. I'm going to embarrass you for one half second, okay? And then we'll get into the meat of the matter. So I want to talk a little bit about your, I'm not going to go through the uh, kind of all the credentials, but you were at uh, Moxie uh, before the CEO of Moxie, which was the largest digital advertising agency in the Southeast. You also spent Correct. more than a decade at Horizon, where I think we were trying to figure out if we met there. I think that's probably mm -hmm. right. Uh, so we've known that's each other great. about 15 years or so, where you were the executive director of media. And you've gotten all sorts of accolades, uh, advertising age, top 40, under 40, business insider, top 50, most innovative CMOs. You are an absolute rock star and we're, we're pleased to have you with us. So uh, thank you for, for that. And we'll, we'll dive into the topics that we have uh, uh, to talk about today. So there's no doubt that these are not normal times. Uh, working Absolutely. remotely is as a, uh, an entirely different uh, animal, keeping our teams connected, keeping people motivated um, is hard. Uh, talk a little bit about how you're doing that at eBay. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is hard. And um, you know, as you and I were talking about before the show really started, um, you know, you're dealing with so many human elements, right? Like you've got people who have families, um, they're in small quarters in many cases, and they're trying to balance how to be a teacher, how to still be a chef, how to, you know, still be a good employee, be a good wife, be a good sister, be a good daughter, be whatever. And so um, it is definitely unprecedented times, but I think that there's a lot in there that we've seen that um, our employees have been incredibly engaged. It's blown me away as to just their dedication and the stamina. Um, mm. I think you know, it's taught us all a little bit more of humility and um, transparency because we're now all inside each other's homes. When would you ever have that opportunity right. to go inside somebody's life, right? Like you're sitting inside, you know, people's very private um, spaces. And so I think from that standpoint, it's been, it's been really, really, um, I think humbling to just watch and be able to see people really have the tenacity to move through these unprecedented times. Totally agree. And I, I, I continually remark at how the industry really hasn't skipped a beat. I mean, I know that we haven't no. skipped a beat. There was like this, there was this crazy craziness. There was shock and awe. There was disbelief. But we've been so productive just in general as we talk to folks throughout the industry. So it just tells us that we were kind of really gearing up for digital has really changed the game. The fact that we can connect um, you know, not being in the office uh, via kind of 2D, which I think is what you uh, refer to it yeah. as, which is nice, these video chats, uh, which are pretty kind of over time, they get intense and a little kind of hiring, but it's, it's, it's great for connectivity with 
um, with other folks in the in the ecosystem. So I, I totally agree. I want to make an acknowledgement upfront uh, that we are going to be talking about eBay in lots of different ways. So Correct. eBay is a advertiser. eBay is a publisher. eBay is an e-commerce platform. And I'm going to try, as kind of the, the host here, to not be schizophrenic in the way that we talk about that. So we're going to start okay. um, by talking about kind of eBay as eBay as a brand, and then we'll kind Perfect. of morph into the into the others. One of the things great. that has been interesting for me uh, as I've been growing up in this business, eBay I've dealt with in lots of different capacities, um, is that there's a lot of um, misperceptions about eBay. Yep. You know, I think about eBay when uh, I was growing up in the business and I have a in my mind what eBay is. And the truth of the matter mm -hmm. is what I think eBay might have been is not what it is today. So could you talk about, uh, is that valid? Do other people have misperceptions and can we debunk those perceptions? Absolutely. And, and you're not alone. And that's part of um, our focus is to ensure that we really continue to change those perceptions. And very often, probably the way in which you engaged with eBay early was either selling on our platform, which we still obviously have a lot. It's a very, very healthy part of our businesses. And some of our best inventory is from C2C selling. At the same time, as you also probably think of it as an auction site, which it is. We still have auction, but it's a much, much smaller portion of what our site really um, has to offer. And the best way I would tell you is, is that we've evolved over you know, the, the last several years and in fact, you know, I remember because I was at Verizon when eBay launched the first mobile app that allowed commerce and we were blown away because that was just so innovative and mm. the innovation just continued from there. We just stopped talking about a lot of that innovation. And so you'll see us take a real shift in that approach. The other piece which hasn't changed is we provide choice. It's choice of buying format, whether you love the thrill of a good auction to get something and feel that sense of win or if you love haggling and want to make an offer, or if you want to just buy it now and be done and two clicks are out. So being able to have that choice as far as a buying format. And then the other piece, which I think even more important today and resonates just with the economy and people being at home is you have an option as to what type of item condition. Do you want it brand new with tags on maybe last year's you know, um, hottest fashion, or do you want something that's extremely rare and unique that gives you that sense of individuality with a pre-loved or vintage. Or in some cases, what we also see is manufacturer refurb being, especially in this time when people all of a sudden, you know, maybe were looking out for their, you know, making sure they could uh, equip their home offices and they were looking for maybe refactured, refurbed items to help yeah. really do that. So it's all about choice and you'll see us really lean in with the last point that I would make here, which is it's about small businesses for us. And I think that's been the part that people don't, didn't realize. They really thought it was just David, you and I exchanging goods or selling goods. Whereas we really are the house and home of so many small businesses that are thriving. Yeah, no, I think that those are, you ticked on every one of the boxes where, I think that that was a there was a misperception. The percentage of items that are actually new that are sold was uh, just a, something that just blew me away. I, I didn't realize that there is so much yeah. kind of new uh, items that are being sold, and and choice for consumers is actually um, something that I hadn't really heard described in that way. But that makes tons of sense. Um, let's talk about uh, the globe. So you have a global purview, and yes. uh, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. 
which is kind of playing itself out in different phases around the world. So different folks are in different kind of stages of that um, that evolution. You have a you have an insight into potentially where the U.S. is going because you've seen it happen in other places. So how are um, how are commerce habits changing uh, around the world, and what could we learn from some of that to give us an indication of what we have to look forward to in the U.S. Give us a couple of tidbits or insights from kind of global commerce, if you will. I'm sure that's fascinating. Absolutely. It is fascinating. It's one of the things that is so um, exciting and dynamic about the eBay marketplace, which is you can truly see culture and humanity happen on our platform. And Mm. what I mean by that is, is that, you know, we've always known that we celebrate and connect to culture in such a really interesting way. Um, we would say that, you know, if a big, you know, movie box office was coming out, we could watch all of the excitement and pent up energy behind Star Wars or whatnot start happening on the platform. Same thing from sports. And now we actually started to see the signs, you know, from a trend standpoint, even ahead of the pandemic and the way in which inventory was moving and whether it was cross-border trade inventory or if it was items that were starting to sell in categories that we would see spikes on. And so to your point, David, what's been fascinating for us and really interesting is to be able to see the multiple phases of COVID. And yeah. being able to watch that a global from a global view has been fascinating. So we're trending right now, if you look at Germany, which was one of the first countries for us to really start to open back up. And you know they're still doing okay from a numbers perspective. So we're watching to see kind of the category shifts that customers, you know, consumers made, and then also how their behavior may shift as you know as their environment starts to open up around them. All the way to going to the United States, where in our case you couldn't just watch a country; you had to watch it state by state because of yeah. how incredibly different and dynamic it was state by state. And so. Even, you know, categories of, you know, things or items that were shifting or moving as it related from a selling standpoint. The other interesting thing is, is that it also helped us because we could give that guidance and support to our sellers. So then they could be better equipped for making and making sure that they were meeting the needs of the 190 markets that we're serving around the world. So, again, it's it's fascinating. It's actually, again, one of the core components for me that I just love about our brand, which is just you really do see the power of human commerce because you're just watching incredible behaviors happen. And it is, it's influencing our decision-making as we think about, you know, as Germany, you know, makes the shift that they're making and we're, we're predicting that into some of the other, you know, the other markets as to far as what we can expect to see. Yeah, that is, uh, that's amazing. And do you, do you, just out of curiosity, do you package up those insights in any way or is that just kind of for internal purposes uh, only? No, we do package it up. We will package up insights and we we share that information with our sellers so we can tell them, here's what we see happening. Here's what we Got can it. predict over time. So it's definitely a core component of what we provide back as tools to our sellers. Awesome. And then also on the advertiser side, if I'm not going to get schizophrenic, but if I also go from an advertiser. No, no, and then- you. No, but I get it. Oh, yes. Yeah, so to advertisers, that's, uh, that's helpful. Okay, cool. We'll come back to them uh, in a second. Yeah. Uh, you also just launched... I believe, or recently launched eBay Advanced Audience Technology, which um, I would just be curious as to why did you do that? What, what are you trying to solve and what exactly is it? 
Well, I think that based on even what I just talked about, which is our data is incredibly powerful. And the thing that's most powerful, most powerful about our data is it truly is human behavior and it's it's real time. So it's not about just, hey, can you, sh- you know, can you share you know, uh, the last month, you can truly activate on our platform in such a real time speed to really get to the audiences based off the shopping moments. So the best way to put it is it's human data. It's real time data at, at, from real people and watching their behaviors. And that was why the advanced technology was put in place so that we can make sure that we were giving a uh, real time capability that also in a world of cookie less world, you don't even have to worry about that, right? Because it's, it's not dependent on that. So it really enables us to free up an opportunity to give a lot more advantage to the advertiser on our platform to connect to real audiences and real time behavior movements that are happening. And that can also create a lot more opportunity for them as far as retargeting and so forth. So it, timing-wise was a perfect, you know, kind of perfect opportunity, but that was already in the works. And now, obviously, there's a lot of advertisers who are taking advantage of it. I have to imagine that it makes sense for, I could think of most categories, most vertical categories would see some value in that. But are there particular ones that are leaning in uh, earlier than others, or is it just kind of across the board? It's across the board because, again, the beauty of that is, is that, first of all, we have, you know, given the the rise of eyeballs and engagement into even e-commerce right now, you know, makes it even more relevant to a variety of different um, companies and brands. You'll also see that, obviously, if you're, you know, we see a lot of services, you know, starting to really come into the platform and really take advantage of reach because you're getting that reach, you're getting real-time reach and you're getting real-time awareness. Um, mm-hmm. So again, it's, that's the beauty of it is in the sense that we house incredible opportunity as it relates to how to connect with a customer that really can be a real-time targeted customer than many other platforms. Got it. Makes sense of sense. You touched on um, small business before, and I know that that's a uh, a deep passion for you personally, for eBay, uh, and small business has been uh, hurting uh, as a result of yeah. the pandemic. W- what are some of the things that you're doing at eBay to help that community? Yeah, I think that first and foremost, um, you're absolutely right. It's it's a it's a core component. It's actually why we exist because we always say we don't own product, so we don't compete with our sellers, unlike other marketplaces. Um, the other thing is, is that we only look at our success if it's if our sellers are successful. So, you know, that's been a core con- component of of how we operate and, and why we exist overall. And as you know, it starts with our purpose as a company, which is um, empower people and create economic opportunity. And with that being the core component, when pan- when this pandemic started to hit, one of the very first things we did was taking action and ensuring that we could help small businesses both the small businesses that were already on our platform, how are we going to give them more tools, more insights, as I just shared, you know, to ensure that they were getting the right um, uh, um, listings and that they were adapting to the many phases of COVID. Um, Given the fact that, you know, they, we had a lot of sellers whose inventory got locked up, if you will, because their fulfillment centers and things like that became shut down Mm -hmm. and they didn't have access. So we were helping provide guidance to them. In addition, one of the other things that we had launched almost two years ago, which was called Retail Revival. This took Retail Revival into a very different place. And 
Retail of a Revival was all about us reaching out to Main Street and helping Main Street bricks and mortar to really come and bring their store online. And so in April, we announced in the U.S. that we would we were donating, we were giving back $100 million back over to get small businesses set up faster on our platform. And that was everything from enabling, giving them three months of a free store on our platform, helping them with onboarding all their listings. I mean, just incredible guidance and support. So um, it's been a, it's been our primary focus, uh, especially with a pandemic hit, which was supporting our current ones, but then also making sure that we could reach out and bring new small businesses and bricks and mortar stores online. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds great. I bet you there's a an awesome case study that is uh, kind of uh, ready for uh, for release on that because that sounds like a fantastic. It's great that you actually started two two years earlier so that you had uh, some nice kind of uh, tailwinds so that when this happened you were able to uh, to move into action. That's fantastic. Um, let's yep. turn uh, our attention just for a second to uh, we'd be doing a disservice, I think, to a conversation like this without acknowledging. Um, you know, this has been a tough year on so many dimensions, not the least of which yeah. is social un uh, unrest, uh, civil rights, uh, an awakening uh, in this country that we haven't seen in 50 plus years um, in, in that regard. What are you doing at eBay to kind of acknowledge um, kind of the changing times, racial inequality, racial injustice? Uh, what are you doing in that regard? Um, you're absolutely right. I don't think anybody could have even uh, foreseen or thought that this year would, you know, uncover so many different aspects for us to really take a look at and um, and really cope with and, and manage through. And so with the yeah. social unrest, the first and foremost thing that we did was we went internally and, you know, the feeling was how do we make sure that we are addressing from this inside before we go out? And immediately we reached out to our black community of eBay, eBayers. And so our employee base, and we listened, we just, we, we stopped and we listened and immediately took guidance as to what they were feeling and how they were reacting. And, and, and candidly, a lot of things that we were shameful that we had never taken that time and moment to really just stop and really listen. And so that started to inform what we put in place, which was a six pillar approach. And it is everything from training and, and teaching internally and getting more learning out across all of our employees. And so we've done a lot from an inclusion perspective and conscious inclusion and training. We've also done a lot from um, inclusive leadership training that has been mandatory across the board. And um, it's been it's been it's been eye opening, fascinating, um, sad because you just realize that why did it take this moment? But also, I feel empowering because it's just been able to unleash us to go do good. The other piece, data that I think is really interesting is is that for us, you know, we had a lot of small businesses again that were owned by minorities, that we wanted to make sure that we were making the right efforts and that we were providing the right support for them. And so that that became another area. And then one piece that I think that a lot of people maybe miss is, you know, eBay and what we can enable because of our sellers and because of our community um, enables from a, a charitable perspective. And so, 
you know, even empowering a lot of our sellers who help even their local communities was another place that we really put a lot of time and attention to make sure that we were really addressing some of the unrest that was happening in their backyard, right? So again, I think important for us, yes, there's things that we want to do and change as we think about our external view, um, but it was really about taking it, taking it close to heart and making sure that we were, we were doing the right things internally so that we could be the best we could be externally. That, that, that really resonates, honestly. I mean, two, two things that I'll just say to that. We, IAB is a relatively small company in and of itself, 60 or so people. And uh, we got a, uh, we looked internally too. We had a, an, an all hands meeting where you always don't know how those are going to go because that people right. could be uncomfortable talking in those environments. But it was the most real and raw and honest conversation yep. that I have ever taken part in in on this topic, it was so uh, awesome to, to actually see people kind of uh, really leaning in and, and talking about things. And to your other point, there are some things that you just don't realize, um, you know, growing up as a, as a white man in, in the U.S., you don't understand, you, didn't, you never even thought about things that other people uh, think about, which was really just an eye-opening uh, experience. The other thing I'd say, and this is just a reality in our business, we've been we both been around long enough to know that there has been kind of a moments in time where there's been heightened awareness, but the real test of our collective will is that in six months from now or in a year from now, we're still talking about it. We still feel right. as as kind of passionate about it then as we do now, and that it's not it's it's incumbent on all of us to have some kind of discipline to make sure that we don't right. let this kind of flip back. So yeah, and David, one thing on that, you know, we've yeah, I, I kind of. I was just going to say, you know, one of the things that we talked about was there's learning and training and then there's practicing. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think the practicing part is what we, we spend more time now talking about is where are we going to go practice this? And, you know, I think that if you think of like athletes, athletes go through a lot of training, but they also know the importance of their game and their, their sport is to go through the practice. And so I think that's where I would leave it with all of us as an industry is keep practicing. Keep practicing. Totally. Great. That's great guidance. Let's turn. All right. So we're taking our one hat off. We've got maybe 10 minutes left. We're going to put on another hat. Uh, eBay as an advertiser. So um, there's a lot, lots of consumer habits changing, lots of media habits changing. How has your approach to the market changed over the past four or five months? The approach changed very dramatically um, on many fronts. And I would say, I feel like that this whole session for us could be around the theme is like humanity because it, um, it allowed us to kind of step back and realize that there was this humanity component that's always been core to eBay. But how were we really going to take hold of that and really make that part of all of our thinking and how we were approaching again, as we said before, whether it's our workforce or you know, the workplace or that's now home. Um, and then also how we were going to change the way in which we worked, you know, externally. And so one, we immediately um, realized that agility was critical um, and that we needed to do two things, which was what did we need to do to better equip sellers, which I talked about earlier? Mm -hmm. What did we need to do to help from a buyer perspective? And so price gouging, I'll give one example there. That was one of the places to create a place where Again, our buyers, from an advertising standpoint, that when we were bringing to the platform, that we had safe listings for them. And so we were able to stop 15 million listings from a price gouging or inaccurate description. And you think, how does that change from an advertising standpoint? Well, 
really important because if we know that we're going to be a destination where people are going to go for those items for PPE, we wanted to make sure that we were providing the safest environment we could to, to get those items. Yeah. Secondly, as most advertisers, we had to look at the media shifts because where consumers' eyeballs were and where they were engaging was changing so dramatically. And so, you know, all of a sudden we're maybe out of home in a traditional sense didn't make so much sense. You know, we now needed to shift and go back to, okay, what are we doing with digital video and how are we thinking about obviously online in a very different way? And so those shifts were all happening at the same time that we were making sure that we were providing, again, the right, the right experiences on our platform and, and, and connecting with the right message. And so we took the route, even within our we shifted the message to be way more about celebrating our sellers and helping small businesses on behalf of buyers, meaning giving them the choice and again, selection and being able to ensure that we could provide that safety here at eBay. Got it. I bet you I know the answer to this next question, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Your entire career, ever since I've met you, was about driving innovation. Uh, and uh, I like to think that I've been doing the same. Um, and there's there's two schools of thought. Uh, in the current environment, there is either that's going to accelerate innovation. We're going to start doing things that we had only kind of uh, thought of in the past. And the and the flip side of that is that in tough times, you kind of retreat to the things that you know historically have driven your business. Which side of that do you believe? eBay as an advertiser, do you think that you're going to continue to push the innovation angle, or are you going to kind of retreat to the things that have worked in the past? I don't think we have any other option but to push way, way aggressively into innovation. And and then even that, I would say that with a new CEO that's come in, even during this pandemic, he is 100%. You know, he has talked about it as a tech-led reimagination of eBay. And I can't mm -hmm. think of a better time from an advertiser perspective for me to be, you know, in this moment to be able to really be pushing forward from an innovation and technology perspective. Awesome. And it's great to have the kind of support from the, from the top. Absolutely. All right, final hat. Right, you're wearing lots of hats. Last hat, eBay is a publisher. Um, we talk to publishers all the time uh, at the IAB. It's been a tough year. I mean, we've been doing lots of research to kind of get a handle on um, where in the kind of phase of our coming out of this um, challenging time are we. We've been hearing really nice, positive things about Q3 and Q4. Talk about eBay as a publisher. How has how has this year um, shaked out? Are you, are you looking more positively to the back part of the year and or 2021? Absolutely. I mean, as a publisher, business is good. And again, I think it goes back to the fact, I feel we're very, very optimistic as to what the back half and going into 2021 is. And I think a lot of that goes to the earlier conversation that we've had, which is one, we have such a dynamic marketplace that it's providing so many different aspects in the sense that you can understand customer and consumer behavior so incredibly well and very relevantly on our platform, which gives um, so much opportunity. And especially as I don't see, again, even we even watch it, that even where markets start to open back up, the behavior has already been reestablished to engage in e-commerce way more so than we could have ever imagined. And so it just gives us that platform. Um, and I think probably one of the other questions that you're going to maybe ask me, but I'll maybe get ahead of, which is we also want to make sure that we are doing our absolute best from a safety perspective and helping brands be able to connect in a real experience and create, you know, again, human connections on our platform. 
which means that we also have avoided certain things. And um, one of those that I think you probably would ask me about is political ads. And it's given us, again, I think a safer environment for us to create a shopping experience and a connection that advertisers can really feel good about. Um, and again, because of the fact that we're a human-led company, it really helps us be able to, to provide the right data and the right, the right, the right platform to, for, other, for other advertisers. And I think that's just going to continue to expand. Mm. That humanity is a really nice kind of recurring theme, and it's very uh, grounding. And I, uh, I really enjoy that. So I think that that's actually come up several times in our chat, which I think is really uh, notable and, and, uh, and nice. I'm going to end with something that I like ending with. Um, I've been doing this almost my entire career, which is just a speed round, lightning round. Um, first thing that comes to your mind, I'm going to say a series of words. Uh, no pressure, of course, but I know that some people do very well at this and some people are terrible. And uh, I'll let you That's know good. how you do at the end. So no pressure. All right. So we're going to give, start with um, first word is podcasts. All the happening. All right. Artificial intelligence. A mandatory. Uh, upfronts. Old school. Attribution. Critical. Addressability. Uh, possible and important. Blockchain. Critical. Uh, Zoom meetings. Exhausting. Mm, amen to that. Shoppable ads. <laughs> Fun, engaging. How did I know you'd say that? Uh, Netflix. Hands made tale. Scary. Uh, Esports. Um, good for eBay. CES. Uh, TBD. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, I'm sure you saw it. it's going uh, all virtual. I thought they were very yeah. aggressive. You did really good, by the way. Not that you needed my validation. That was excellent. Uh, CES was going to be in person until they realized that it's not going to be in person. It's going to be so interesting. We were talking about this before the show. How do you pull off? I mean, Vegas and CES, and we all like to kind of complain about it. it but it was a start to the year where we all got to see each other, reconnect uh, in 3D and uh, start talking yeah. about the business. And it's going to be a very different virtual experience uh, this year. So uh should be interesting to see. Well, As I, I promised you. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I think it'll be interesting to see when there's the aspect of how, you know, how you're attending it and so forth. But the other side is it's now everything that we're talking about and everything that we're doing is about technology. So the importance of it becomes even more exaggerated, I think. Yes. Uh, I totally agree. And um, and we'll see you uh, virtually in CES, virtually in Vegas. You've been a fantastic, as predicted, uh, guest on IAB there. Thank you for being here. Uh, keep on doing the great work that you're doing. And uh, and let's, uh, let's, uh, let's talk soon. Let's stay in touch. That sounds great. Thanks, David, for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Have a good rest of the week. Bye. You Bye -bye. too. Bye. All right. So thanks to, uh, to Susie. Um, we have, by the way, in case you don't know, a whole host of podcasts. Um, we can listen to, uh, you can listen to them on archive um, and uh, on demand. Uh, we have IAB There, which is uh, 
obviously what we just did, which is obviously just the audio a portion of that. We have on Tuesdays our IAB Policy Podcast, which is getting quite a nice following, uh, where we have folks discussing uh, legal and regulatory developments changing the industry. And on Wednesdays, we have IAB leaders, myself, Randall Rothenberg, and Dennis Buckheim, uh, talking about kind of pressing issues in uh, in the industry, and that's on IAB Real on uh, Wednesdays. So if you want to check those out, go to iab.com forward slash podcasts uh, to listen to those. On next Monday's IAB there, we will be off tomorrow. We look forward to welcoming Adam Singdola, uh, CEO of Taboola, to the show. Uh, so that should be a fantastic episode. Uh, IAB There is a production of the Interactive Advertising Bureau. Our show today was produced by Connor Healy, Joe Ons, John Ward, and Carrie Villanueva. I'm David Cohen, and thank you for watching. Come back next week, because if it's 2 p.m. Eastern on a weekday, you know it's time to IAB There. Have a good Friday. Good weekend, everyone. Thanks again.